Welcome back to the After Dark Podcast, where we debate topics that are none of our business. It's your boy, Black Mike. We got Big Stir up top. You already know what's good. Yes, sir. We are back at it, son. We back at it like we never left because we just going to keep coming. And that's what we do. Back at it like a crack addict, baby. Keep coming. That's what we do. That's what we fucking do. (laughs) Sterling, how you we'll doing? How you feeling today, man? Dude, I'm feeling energized, man. I, I definitely like that little song I was playing before we hopped, like it started hopping up. We hopped on, man, bro. I'm telling you, that's I heard that song a while ago. Uh, what's it called for the people out there that don't know what I'm talking about? Um, I'm sure they've heard it. Um, super popular. It's called La La Mama de la Mama. Uh, <laughs> El Alpha El Cherry Com by by El Alpha. El Cherry Scum and CJ. If you know CJ, that's a Walt Dan. Bitches outside as a movie. Whoop He does whoop dee, by the way. But yeah, I'm feeling good, man. Um, this week is um pretty pivotal week for me at work. Even though I feel like I've barely been working, but that's a good thing. Like I've I've been like having a good good amount of progress and finding a flow now. Finally, after almost like almost officially like my full first like what it'll be like. I've already been there a month. It'll be like a month and a half here soon. Hell yeah. And then I'm going to be, then I'm going to be moving in the next two weeks. So once that's all that, he- that headaches all shaken up, you know, get up, give it a couple weeks, get settled in. Um, you know, definitely going to have a little get together party and all that jazz and super excited for uh, new job for big stir. He's got to get that paper. So this summer he can act bad, act bad, mm-hmm. act bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying I'm trying, man. It's, it's 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 a challenge. It's a good challenge, but it's not like it's one of those things. Like with what I do, it's like not super hard if you put in the work, but it is hard. Like it's challenging because you have to be like able. You have to be able to be good in so many different areas. You can't just be good at one thing. You can be good at closing, but if you don't know how to prospect, you lose. Like those. There's all types of reasons. But yeah, uh, I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I'm doing good, man. Um, we were just talking beforehand. We were just talking about some music and you know how there was no music coming in in the summer like summer's literally like well to most people they would probably consider summer already here but i think you said it's next week summer's next week we don't have no summer we don't even have a summer anthem yet we usually get summer anthem around you know april may coming up and it's like starting to hit its pinnacle right here we don't have a summer anthem so we're we're sitting here waiting drake travis uzi asap anyone who's willing to give us the anthem of the summer we're here waiting for you but that's besides the point we're going to go ahead and hop right into the show we got a few topics for you today you know we're going to go we got our special black react later on we got melly murder case going on we got the messy new deal nba finals is finally over so we had to say goodbye to shannon sharp a little earlier than we want to but you know miami tried their hardest but we're going to start off with the big news. And I say big news because this motherfucker is a big nigga. We talking about Zion Williamson and his, um, you know, his rendezvous that you want to call it that he's been having and how he's getting a little, how he's had a little controversy stirred up in the pocket. So if you haven't heard, Zion Williamson has been 
kind of, you know, he's been having some fun with uh, porn stars, I suppose, and not the big ones that you would hope that someone like Zion Williamson would be having fun with, some lackluster, low-tier porn stars. And it just came out today that he got one of them pregnant. And he's going to have a little girl. And that's congratulations. Kudo. I think that's amazing news. You know, that's that's awesome. But it doesn't end there. What happens right after that is that there was another porn star Zion Williamson was chatting with on his Snapchat. You know, the boy loves Snapchat. He's definitely he's definitely a Gen Z baby. Yo, he stays mm -hmm. on that Snapchat. He a big ass little boy on that Snapchat, bro. But he was talking about moving in these moving in this one porn star. He was telling him, you know, let me know how much money you're going to need a month. I want you to come out here to New Orleans. Zion, you ain't going to be in New Orleans long, so you better go ahead and try and rewrite that. And she calling him out. She was like, how you finna move me out here to New Orleans and you out here getting these busted hoes pregnant and whatnot and you spitting in my mouth and shit and you getting other hoes pregnant. <laughs> so before, so that, that's the breakdown of what happened. But Sterling, I need to know what are your initial thoughts? Um, is the backlash, is it is it warranted or is it a little overblown? What are you thinking? I mean, in terms of like that particular situation, like his situation overall, I definitely think she kind of overshot it because this man is literally a millionaire. Like he doesn't, he's never going to have to worry about money probably for the rest of his life as long as he plays another like probably four, three to four years in the NBA. Like honestly, um, if I'm her, I'm sitting here like, okay, like I, I respect her because she seems like she has some dignity, right? Like she's just not one of these girls like, oh yeah, like I'll go down there and like you could pay for me, whatever. But nobody wants to go down to New Orleans. She, she's probably more pissed about the fact that she has to go to New Orleans. And it ain't Mardi Gras all the time in New Orleans, by the way, for the folks out there. It's only seasonal. They have multiple ones, but it's only seasonal. Like if he lived in like New York or LA or like Houston, Atlanta, Miami, it'd be like, okay, like I'm not going to complain. Cause if I was her, like with all the dignity I have, um, I wouldn't care if I was moving to any one of those cities I just listed, but not New Orleans. Like New Orleans is dangerous as fuck. No matter how much money you got, like that shit is dangerous as fuck. Like talk to Lil Wayne about it. Talk to them, talk to them folks that actually grew up there, like in, in the, in the shit. Granted, Zion would never put her up in some shithole, but bro, it's a dangerous place, and people don't give a fuck about you down there. That's what I hear. I haven't personally been there. Y'all have to let me know in the comments and online on on Instagram and other platforms. But like, I mean, she's wilding, bro. Like, if somebody's if if somebody offered me like, hey, I'll, I'll I'll bring you out. All you do is like fuck, like just just flat out. Like that's all you gotta do. Like, come on, dog. Like. Are we really getting upset about that? Like, just because he got a girl pregnant? Like, you know he's sleeping with other girls. You already know that. Like, he's an NBA, all like, superstar. Well, okay, so I, I get, I get other people, you know, you know, why do you care and whatnot, the backlash from the outside, the Twitter, the Twitter finger niggas. But, you know, <laughs> does a porn star have, uh, the other porn star, does she kind of have a case? Like, you over here, you flying me out you want to you want to put me up in an apartment in new orleans or i guess a penthouse i guess you ain't putting her up in an apartment but i would put them in a fucking apartment some but <laughs> but he gonna put her in a Wrong, penthouse bro. or whatever he's gonna put her in he told her to name the price and he out here making babies with other porn stars so does that girl have any means to be upset about what the fuck's going on and all this news coming out i mean if you're really putting it into perspective here Think about it like this. If 
I'm the girl that got pregnant, hypothetically, right? I know I'm set for life now. I got a meal ticket. Like it's it's done and dusted. It ain't even like he ain't gonna be able to do shit. Baby, you you'd be like, oh, can you abort it? No shot, motherfucker. This shit is coming out. You better hope for you know a a, a bad thing to happen during the pregnancy because that's the only way this baby's not coming out alive and it's not gonna be yours. That's the only way. Um, granted, there's some crazy and there's some really fucked up people out there. They'll do a lot of shit to not have a kid. Um, but I don't see if the girl, the other porn star, the one that he's actually got the baby, got her pregnant with, and it's a little girl, by the way. Like once again, like like you said, congrats, because that's still super awesome. It's the opportunity for life. Um, it's just the fact that like I just don't know how you get upset about this shit, bro. I get it, you have dignity, like, but you didn't have dignity when you knew this man was fucking other women. Like you knew this. It was a known thing. I mean, I don't know why he didn't have these girls sign an NDA, bro. Like, what are we talking about? Honestly, like you're a NBA. That's a that's Go a ahead. good point right there because uh, I kind of wanted to just hop in right there on that point. Like, mm-hmm. women, I have a question for you. Why is it when you know when you know you messing with a guy that's out here and he really be out here? Like, you know, Zion. We've all seen Zion on Snapchat back when he was at Duke. He was getting caught on Snapchat trying to do some messed up shit so you know when you fucking with one of them that's out here doing that kind of stuff you know you're not special you know he ain't flying you out putting you in no apartment and that wasn't the first time he offered that you think you really that special he he didn't call you his girlfriend yet did you like no so and he's about to put you in a penthouse you think you the first one so my thing is like women why are every single time that happens why you gotta blow up a nigga's spot like that like i i (laughs) i get it I get it. Maybe like the realization that, oh shit, like, man, maybe she's mad. Maybe that she was trying to be the first one to get the baby and, you know, lock it down. And maybe she pissed over here because somebody, some girl beat her to it. But really, I think that those are the rookie fucking assassins. You know, I call, I call those type of chicks assassins because they know what they're doing. They sniping niggas, you know, <laughs> they sniping niggas and they taking that dollar. They got no, one mission. No, no. <laughs> look, look, Michael. You know what they hit? They, they that girl hit him with the pregnant one. Hit him, hit him with. He was, he was about to, he, he about to get back, and he was on, he was on top. Of, she said, "Nope." She held on she to that nigga. Out. She held on. Hold on, you this ain't going crazy... nowhere. She either held on. She got, going. she got the super squeeze. <laughs> she ain't never, she ain't never taken a lick of birth control in her life, and she was ready. Boy. What's those she shits said, called I... when they do the keto workouts or whatever? Is that shit? Was she got the super squeeze? Oh yeah, yeah. She got the squeeze, boy. Zion's probably in there. She was, she's a fucking porn star. I was probably in there, and that shit was probably loose, dog. And he was like, "Oh, pfft, yeah, easy money, easy money, easy money." And then next thing you know, he, he hit the he hit her with the uh, uh, and she hit the super squeeze. And he's like, "Wait, what the?" <laughs> he's like, "You lock my shit." He's like, he's like, "Wait, what the?" Oh no! So now he's about to have a girl. But like I'm saying, I call them assassins. But those are rookie assassins. They just got in the game because they think. The money is the baby. That ain't the money, girl. You stuck. Now you got the baby now, and now the mother basketball niggas ain't looking at you the same. So you, yeah, you got yeah. one. You got the locked in eighteen years. And the way I like to think of it is, it's like the lottery. You can either choose to break your payment up um, monthly throughout uh, the time, and then you can get the full thing, or you can get the lump sum. These girls are choosing the yeah. lump. These well, they're actually choosing to break it up. Uh, 
Well, they're choosing the lump sum and they're not going to get anything else. But what's going to happen is the real assassins out here know that the baby is a cutoff. You get one nigga. So you better have picked the best nigga. You better pick somebody who got the bread. And they do have someone who's got the bread. But Zion, you know, he can't stay healthy. So he might have one contract. You running off that one contract. The real assassins out here. They, they hitting all these niggas. They're like, oh, yeah, let me. They got five penthouses. Yeah, I'm in New Orleans. Sorry, Zion, but I got to go on. I've got to go on a little trip. He's like, oh, okay, she going to her other penthouse in Miami where Jimmy Bucket's giving them them goddamn bucket, them finals buckets that he didn't give the nuggets. <laughs> He's like, I'm about to put all my fucking anger out on this bitch right here. <laughs> so, so, so if you're the girl who didn't get pregnant, guess what, girl? You still winning. He's still going to move your ass out, but you tripping right now, and you blew up his spot. He wants options. He wants he, options. Yeah, he wants options. He wants options. Like, the thing is, is, like, think about it like this, man. And I, and I, give, it to, I give it the props for – because I think, I think ultimately most men are loyal no matter what your status is, whether that be an NBA all-star or, a, you know, you know, a regular construction worker type of guy. Like, I think a majority of men are loyal just as much as I think as a majority of women are. But – Think about it, man. They play an 82-game season, not including the playoffs. And for the ladies that don't know how long the playoffs was, and the guys, some guys may not know about, the playoffs are two months long if you make it to the finals. Two months. You're playing at bare minimum 16 games. That's if you sweep every single series. 16. And that just two months on top of 82 games, the NBA season typically starts what, in uh, October? November? Yeah, something like that. Somewhere in that range, yeah. and then it ends in June. So think about it: October, say October, end of October to mid the mid mid June. That is literally eight months almost of like you not having like your man. Like if you're married, for the guys that are married, like for them folks, like bro, these dudes are on the road seeing all types of stuff, bro. They got they will have women crawling on them for anything. Like they go to a club, and like if Steph Curry goes to a club or a bar. Bro, there are women drooling all over him, bro. If there you really think drooling... Zion don't have a chick in a penthouse in Manhattan, you tripping. If you think he playing a Knicks game and he ain't paying no girl to be staying up there, hey, hey, you know, you know what time, you know what type of time it is. I'm in the garden, and and I ain't gotta play because you know I never play. I always stay injured and shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be I'll be back home real quick. I ain't gotta do press or nothing like that. <laughs> so like you don't go exactly, bro. I'm I'm just saying like I just think it's wild, man. Because like you get a meal ticket, yes, and I I see where you're coming from too because it's like playing the lottery a bit. Um, and you don't always want the lump sum, you'd probably rather break it up because, like, it's just like getting a paycheck. Like, if somebody told you, I'll pay your whole paycheck at one time at the beginning of the year, you probably wouldn't want that. Yes, it'd be nice if you were really, really good with your money, but to have that much money at one time just come in and you're not used to having that, it's not. Here's the thing with the lump sum the lump sum, you don't get the full amount of money. So, the analogy is you're taking less on the back end. If you break yeah, it up, your bottom line. you get more people, you get more dudes, you, you suck them all in. Because here's the thing. Zion's probably you like, suck them all in. <laughs> Zion's probably like, hey, yo, Shaniqua out here, she's super gobbler, super soap, super <laughs> soap. He, he's telling RJ that. He's telling RJ Barrett that right now. You know what RJ Barrett's going to do? Man, Zion think he got this bitch on lock. Watch, watch this, watch it. He about to DM this chick. Hey, I heard you got that super soap, super gobbler. 
I'm in I'm in Manhattan. <laughs> and then now she got RJ Barrett and it's just gonna keep trickling down and everyone knows that this one chick got the goods and they all about to give it to you. But now you you got the baby, you stuck with Zion, it's all good. So one chick, guess what? Maybe you didn't get the lump sum, but you can break it down over the years. Break it down. Rack it up. Fuck it up, fuck it up. That, I mean, that's what I'll be thinking, bro. It's like it's it's one of those things where I, I I take a step back and I realize like, you know, first off, once again, I just want to reiterate, some of these NBA basketball players are some ugly ass niggas, bro. I'm just gonna be flat out honest with you. Like they ugly ass niggas. Like they six eight, six nine, awkward as hell, don't know, don't even know how to look straight. Like shoulders all fucked up, back all fucked up, knees fucked up, feet look like they're about to be busted yeah, out of damn All kinds biscuits. of fucking ugly. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. bro, he looks like a fucking man child. Literally a man child. Man has his neck is a, or his head is connected. Like there is no neck. His head is connected to his fucking shoulders. There Motherfucker is nothing. walks like a like them old ass action figures that couldn't bend before they could bend their <laughs> knees and shit like that, where they had to wobble and shit like off Toy Story. The goddamn soldiers. <laughs> He'd be walking like yeah, that bro. Shit, yeah. But they they glued they glued the bottom of his feet together. Like and so he got that little bit of space. That's why he'd be walking like that. I'm just saying, bro. Like, it, it, you already know the cost you're making. We know, like, you ain't with this man because he's a great man, and I'm sure he's a good kid at heart. But like, you in it for the bread, and you got like for the girl that's pregnant, you got your bread, and for the girl getting get moved out to New Orleans, sure, you were gonna get bread too, and you still will get bread because once again, he got a, this girl's pregnant now. He ain't gonna be trying to like trying to fuck all the time. I promise you. Even though it's actually healthy to do it while. While a woman's pregnant, if you all didn't know, it's actually better uh, to do it. Not saying it feels better, but I'm saying it's just better in general for the health of like the 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 mother. Um, but all that being said, all I'm gonna say is is one: if you wanna if you wanna be a gold digger, ain't nothing wrong with being a gold digger. Ain't nothing wrong with it. You gotta own it. You gotta own that shit. You can't be trying to be like oh, genuine girl. No, no, no. If you're a gold digger, own it. Because I got more respect for you if you do. Just facts. Um, two, don't get upset when you fucking an NBA nigga. I'm talking specifically NBA. I'm not talking about MLB, NHL, NFL. We know they got the, they got their daggone hooligans too. But the NBA is notorious for this shit. Bro. Different breed. Notorious for this shit. That, what's his name? Bruce Brown from the, from the Nuggets. Hey, shout out you, bro. You won a championship, but you also got a kid with Lana Rhodes, and nobody knew until like a month and a half ago, my G. Like, <laughs> and we all thought it was Blake Griffin's kid because I thought it was Blake Griffin's kid. We thought it was KD but, for a little bit. <laughs> we thought it was KD for a little bit. Well, it's because KD went on a date with her, but also brought another girl. That shit's wild. That boy's a demon. Hey, I hear NBA that. NBA niggas. <laughs> that shit fire, though. This, no, he's he said, just in case like, this I mean, one don't work out. <laughs> Yeah, like and KD once again, make it. That's a nigga. You if you bag KD, bro. Hey, hey, it's a wrap. Like, hey, ma, I'm uh, look. Hey, whatever you need, mom. Whatever you need, mom. Like, you ain't gotta do a damn thing. You ain't gotta do a damn thing. If you bag one of the lifetime contract niggas that got the lifetime shoe deal, that that's you take the lump sum in that case. You yeah, you take that fucking lump sum. That man is going to be a billionaire by the time he dies. Like, he will be any person that has a lifetime deal that's actually still relevant in the NBA right now, that's not sucking dick or injured all the damn time. Yes, KD's injured a lot, but he's still KD. 
Um, those dudes are going to be billionaires when they die. Like, by the time they die. It's just Thanks. a fact. And if you're still living and you got a kid with them, say they die before the kid turns 18. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You're going to be sitting on a damn uh, check. You ain't never, you never thought you would even be able to imagine. But the, this all brings me to the case is, like, I have no problem, like, with, like, specifically, like, NBA basketball players, like, doing what they do, like, in fucking other women and doing, because they're, a lot of them are young, they're, you know, rambunctious, that type of stuff. What I'm curious about, this might be a conspiracy, right? Because you, everybody hears about, like, Braun and, like, you know, how LeBron and, like, Savannah never had problems. And I think he's ultimately a good guy. I think he, I think he genuinely does good. But think about all these guys and think about how much money these guys do have, where they can really hush motherfuckers. Like, if, if there was an issue that you could really hush that woman, like yeah. if Braun, if Braun went out and fucks like, say he, say he felt like 20 other, 20 different girls a year, like throughout the 82 game season, plus the, plus the playoffs, but he ain't making it to the finals no more. Cause he's trash and his team's garbage. Uh, but like he goes and he has that six, seven month period of time, bro. I'm going to tell you right now, 41 of those games, he's at home. He ain't at home. He's working out. He ain't really at home. Like, he ain't at home. The homestands only last, like, four games. That's a week, bro. And he gone. And he fucking gone, my G. Imagine that. Like, that's the question I want the, anyone that's listening or watching, like, to, to think about. Like, think about, like, how crazy that is. Because I know for a – I could almost guarantee there are multiple women out there with somebody's kids that nobody knows who the dad is or won't say who the dad is because they've literally hushed them. Like, 100 yeah, I mean, the conspiracy theory is that Jimmy Butler is Michael Jordan's kid. <laughs> Dude, that's actually insane. The only reason I don't think it's Michael Jordan's kid, the only reason I, I do believe mostly, but the only reason that I, don't, I wouldn't say he's Michael Jordan's kid is because if you look at his teeth, Michael, his mom, and his dad all had great teeth, all of them. But Jimmy didn't. Jimmy doesn't have, like, his front top tooth is, like, twisted. Like, not bad, but it's, like, not straight. That's interesting. Michael has Michael has great teeth, like great teeth. And that was, he was like that before he became Michael Jordan. I think the, like, I think too, like if it was Jordan's son, I feel like by now Jordan would have claimed that nigga. Like, you know, like, especially, but like, look at like when it comes to the goat debate and this is just me. Like if I was Michael Jordan and I was looking at LeBron and we were doing the whole goat debate and everybody's talking about uh, Bronny and shit. Like, fuck your little nigga. Fuck that little nigga ass Bronny, bro. I got Jimmy Buckets. I got a guy that's actually in the league and actually is a superstar on his team versus, like, a probably an, an above-average role player to, like, slasher at, at his best. What best if that was the really? last episode of uh, The Last Dance? That would have been fire. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. What that a little fuck that would have been. Speaking of the last dance, I know we're kind of going on a tangent and definitely move on here in a sec. But um, have you seen the Key and Peele skit of like when they do the last dance like skit of like, you know, how uh, Michael's super competitive. They're playing quarters against the wall. Whoever has their quarters closest to the wall is like that's like who wins, et cetera, with like the the security guy. Have nah, you seen that? Like, no, nah, you know, I haven't seen that. But you know that scene? Yeah, I know. know I know what scene? you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Bro, after this, I guess Lil Mabu and then. That Key and Peele skit, bro, that shit is actually one of the funniest things I've ever watched. I watched it when I was sitting in the parking lot before I went into work one day, and I was just geeking, bro. I'm telling you, and for those out there that somehow don't know about Key and Peele, 
oh my god, dude. Like y'all the most y'all you y'all that's no culture. I'm if sorry. If you don't know you about Key like, and Peel, don't even look that shit up because you're not worthy. Nah, bro. Like Jordan and first off, and then shout out Jordan Peel. Great, great writer, director. Um, he and he produces the shits now. I mean, this guy, they came up from not nothing, but you could definitely see if y'all watch the shows and the progression of the years. Shout out Brandon Peake. He was the one that showed me this back in like high school. Um, but you can see the progression and you could tell they were making more money because the quality of the shit got better. Everything got better. So, yeah, off of that tangent, um, obviously, being that it is the NBA, um, we love the NBA. The NBA is one of the most fascinating things in the world. It's not even like just in sports. It is in the world. It's one of the most fascinating things because there's so much shit that happens off the court. Like, it's so much. Um, and it's only, tw- and what is it, 12, 12 by three, 360 dudes in the NBA, like on a full roster. Uh, I think there's like only been 5,000 something NBA players all time. Yeah, like that's how minuscule, like small of a population is. It's like point zero 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 one percent of the population, which is nutty. Um, but speaking of the NBA, we obviously love sports. A lot of the day is about sports. And once again, sports is culture. So if y'all ain't about it, like, sorry, I, I can't really help you. That's just what it is, man. Um, so speaking of NBA, the NBA finals, as we mentioned or prefaced, it just wrapped up. Um, Nuggets win 4-1. Congrats to the Nuggets. I was not rooting for them at all. Um, I did not want Jokic to ever win a championship. I wanted Jamal Murray to win a championship, but I didn't want Jokic to win one. I wanted him to be, him to be a fucking Charles Barkley nigga. But um, <laughs> the because he is great. I give him that. But the question at hand here is because obviously Jokic had an all-time playoffs. I mean, the guy was breaking records every single game he played. Like he was literally making history every single game he played. Um, granted, the, the new NBA is a lot easier to break. Some of the records you break are a lot easier, especially if you're a superstar. I'll be flat out, straight up honest with you. I'm not disregarding the fact that it is already it's absolutely incredible that he was able to do it. Um, but speaking of the Joker, can Nikolo Jokic, for those that don't know, call it, he's called Joker, can the Joker end his career as a top three center of all time, Michael? That's a tough one. Um, and you know, the crazy thing is, and I gotta, I'm gonna go on a little, little riff here. The crazy thing is, is I want to, all these analysts on TV right now, the ESPN analysts, Fox sports, all of them, there's, they jump onto waves so quickly nowadays. They really just like, they're such no prisoners of the moment when they see something that's great and it's great. We get it. It's great. It could yeah. be great and it could be a single moment in time. It does not need to have this crazy label on it. So, um, and I have a feeling, you know, we'll probably agree on this topic anyways, but we'll just fucking go. We'll just go in on a tangent, but I don't see Joker breaking in the top three and the crazy part about it is a lot of espn analysts out here are already putting him in the top three people are saying crazy stuff like he could be the greatest center of all time like bro we do know that the greatest center of all time kareem abdul jabbar or Shaq. i don't care which one you want to put in there to me they're or bill nah kareem abdul jabbar or Shaq. i bill's in the <laughs> nah. top three for sure but i mean like 
those are the those Kareem and Shaq are the who one A one B whoever you want to put at one or two you know build respect to you got the eleven ships but you know different time we ain't gonna we ain't gonna bring that up but um I just don't understand like you really feel like you really feel like the Joker after seeing one playoff one playoff run has a chance to be a Mount Rushmore player. That to me is absolutely laughable, bro. Like I don't I don't understand like the way that we were all collectively shitting on this nigga last year. Like we were really fucking shitting on this nigga. Left and right like, bro, how does he have a back-to-back uh MVP like motherfucking Steph Curry's got a back-to-back MVP. I ain't seen him do nothing like Steph Curry did. Why does he have a back-to-back? Oh, we really talking about him potentially winning Three MVPs in a row. I can't see them get out the Western Conference Final. He ain't done nothing in the playoffs. Nuggets still ain't made it to the finals. They they've been on a long. They ain't never been there before. We gonna talk about him as one of the greats. Yes, he had an all time great playoff run. Congratulations. Go to sleep. Sleep on it. Wake up the next morning. Have your coffee. Go about your day. It was not good enough to be talking about like he's going to be top three of all time. And I get it. His resume at 28 right now is great. His resume at 28 is kind of comparable to Kareem. I understand that. And people are like, okay, well, if he's already kind of comparable to Kareem, why wouldn't you put him in the conversation? Because... The hard part about being one of the greats is not the hot start. The hot start is the easy part. If you're a superstar, you're young, you're athletic, you're gifted, and you're great, you should get to a hot start. We shit on the niggas that don't do that. Like, bro, why aren't you out here doing what you're supposed to do? You're only getting older. You're not getting any younger. That is the easy part. The hard part is to keep doing that over the years, replicate it time after time and time again. That's where the greats are carved out. That's where we see the people that we have to talk about for years to come. And I agree. Joker has done enough to put him in that, you know, 30 range where he's one of those guys that, you know, you got to respect him. You got to respect him. He's where he's at right now. He got the finals. He's in those talks. But we can't put him in no top three center of all time. I don't want to hear that bullshit. I don't even want to hear him being better than Dirk. Don't give me that. I understand what he's accomplished with the MVPs and blah, blah, blah. But I'm telling you right now, if he had to play up against Dirk, good luck. Dirk's giving him that pullback fadeaway in his fucking face. And he's going to tell him to suck on that with his Siberian yeah. fucking ass. Like, suck well, on that joker. Well, Come on. He's, he's, he's German. Oh, no. He's going to. No, 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 no. I'm, he's, I'm, I thought he's from Serbia. No, no. I was talking about Dirk, this German. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, No, like, and then Dirk going to give you that look with them big ass teeth on. <laughs> That's how he's going to look at you. Nah, bro. I mean, it's crazy because to see Shaq sitting here stroking stroking this man's dick so hard he's probably getting him off at the, at this point um like Shaq, I'm like Shaq obviously he's got a different perspective I always this is one of the things I do applaud about Stephen A some people love him some people hate him one thing about Stephen A when he's talking with people that played in the NBA he doesn't try to tell them that they're not right he doesn't do that because he understands these guys played at the highest level in the world ever they played at the highest level ever and played it at a high level most of the guys he talks to i mean k, k per kendrick perkins you know I mean, he was you know yeah 
JJ has 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 a leg to stand on. K, I mean KP, all he got is a championship that he was carried by Ray Allen, Rondo, Paul Pierce, and um, Kevin Garnett. But we 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 don't get in on that. That's why K Perk he about to, he needs to lose his spot on ESPN. He needs to get he needs to go somewhere else. Them layoffs um, coming B, soon. <laughs> yeah, he, he he needs to go to BBC or something. Go to the British broadcast and talk about some and put on an accent shit. That shit would be funny as fuck. But. Like, I mean, like, like you mentioned, top three. I mean, you got Kareem, you've obviously got Shaq, and you've got Bill Russell. What do all those guys have in common? All of them. What do they all have in common? What'd they you got say? multiple finals. Multiple rings. And at, I'm double-checking. Um, right now, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has... He's got five. Six. No, he's got six. Six finals. He was an, no, t- he was he has a mem- he was a member of six NBA championship teams as a player and two more as an assistant coach. So he has eight under his belt, but two six, two of them. So think about it. Bill Russell has eleven. Shaq has four. Fucking Kareem has six, bro. Like. And also, I saw a stat today. This is the first time since 1977 to 1980 that five different teams, or 1981, that five different teams have won, you know, five years in a row, like different teams every year. Um, We don't count the bubble year. I don't think that year should even count in the history books of the NBA point blank period. I don't care. That shit was the fakest basketball I've ever seen. I mean, it was more like pickup, like it's just intense pickup, and you're getting paid millions of dollars to do it, which is just insane to me. But, yes, I'm not the biggest fan of Nikola Jokic for um, a lot of different reasons. One, I, like I said it last week, I don't like the way he plays. He's boring as fuck to watch. I can't watch that man move. Like, I used to be able to watch Shaq play when he was, like, even, like, in his older years, when he's in the before playing for the Heat, even when he got to the Celtics and was like more of a role player because he was too old to get up and down the way he used to, like I could still watch Shaq play. If I was older or if if, if I was alive when Kareem was in his like playing, um, and and even Bill, like I'm sure I would have enjoyed. I mean, maybe not so much Bill because that shit he just would have been shitting on niggas. Like it just wouldn't even been like a game. Like, like, and for what Mike was mentioning, for for the folks that don't know out there, Bill Russell played in the '60s. And he was like one of the very few black guys that was playing. And he was definitely the best black guy. And he made it known that he was the best black guy by winning 11 fucking rings. He is part of the reasons that the Celtics are such a great fucking franchise. He is literally like the reason. Um, 11 championships is fucking absurd. I don't know how you even allow that as a league to happen. Like that just overall dominance. But Nikola Jokic didn't have to play... In my opinion, the greatest, the second, second to third, second greatest team in, or probably the first greatest team at this moment in the 2000s, like the 2000s being 2000s to now, like in the, in the 21st century. And that being the Golden State Warriors. I don't care. I don't care how bad they looked, how bad they were at some times throughout the year. You are playing guys that have multiple rings, multiple and they are not, and they know how to fucking put you out, bro. They know how to rip your tongue out and fucking eat that shit for a breakfast type shit, bro. Some creepy ass shit. Like, 
because that's the type of killer that Steph Curry, Clay, all of, Steve Kerr as a coach is is like that, like killer, killer shit. Like, and then it's also kind of pissing me off with Jokic. Like, he don't even really love basketball like that. I heard a guy talking about the day, like, bro, he don't even really love basketball. He just so happens to be good at it. He likes it, and it's just like he talked about like not everyone likes his job or like not everyone, no one likes their job. And if they do say they like their job, they're lying. I'm like, what? I'm like, this must be some Serbian bullshit. Like, because, like, <laughs> I ain't never heard shit like that. Like, you want to be working in some fucking minefields or something back in Serbia? Like, you want to be fucking around with them, the, the Russians, them trying to fuck y'all shit up too? Like, like, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? It was, it was honestly, it kind of pissed me off because it sounded ungrateful. I get where he's coming from. I get it. Um, and he loves his wife. He loves home. And that's a really, that, that's an admirable thing. I think it's super awesome what he does with like his wedding ring, ties it around his shoelace, like during the game. So, you know, I mean, that's somebody that's going on the road and he probably still cheating on his wife, but he's going to love her either way, though. You know what I'm saying? Um, but <laughs> imagine it be that fun. one time you fucking take your shoe off and hand it to a fan, like, here you go. And he he goes back home, like, oh, fuck, my fucking wedding ring. <laughs> he, he got enough money. He could, he could get literally the identical fucking ring and wear and, and pay somebody to wear it in. Uh, so it, don't, it looks like it's been worn and shit. But like to put him in the conversation, the top three man. I I just think it, I think it's fucking absurd. I think it's absolutely like borderline special. Like where you are not looking at all the facts. I, I in my opinion, I don't. I think Nikola Jokic has one more ring in him at, if possible. One, one, bro. One more. Like. Like you said about Dirk, Dirk carried a trash-ass team, bro. A trash-ass team. That team was not good. Was it Jason Kidd? Jason Kidd was, he was playing okay. Sean Marion, fucking, what, what, what was the other guy? Oh, my gosh, short, white point guard. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, that, you know who I'm talking about, bro. Oh, my All gosh. All I remember is Terry with the, Jason Terry with the fucking he was splashy from the corner, bro. Well, J- J- Jason, Jason Terry's a goat. Jason Terry, not a goat, but he's a shooter. That's a, he's one of the best shooters that's played in the NBA, in my opinion. He probably would have thrived in this era, to be honest with you. Um, and cut, like if he could have played longer, he would have been able to like extend his career. I mean, he was already pretty old, but he would have been able to play a lot longer, and he would have been a hell of a player on the fucking Warriors. Oh my God, that should be fucking spray city, Jesus Christ. Um, but like. I just I'm looking at like Jokic's resume like yes it's impressive because he's doing all this stuff in in the modern NBA and like he can't help the generation in the NBA he plays in now like I'm not saying that he can control that but what I am saying is is that like dude literally Russell Westbrook had how many triple doubles that year that he won MVP like he I mean bro one- like for four years and i think you're about to get onto a really strong point that i want to you know double back on once you finish here like he he literally did that shit and he was stat padding bro russell westbrook does he he did get the ring with the with the uh lakers right oh no he wasn't there he wasn't on the team yeah this man is still without a ring him and james harden got the shit in the stick from kd because kd said fuck y'all niggas i'm going to fucking golden state and i'm gonna get me some rings and that's what he did. And people hate him for it, but LeBron started it, right? Jokic, like I said, this one, this ring he got right now, bro, like they, they literally had the, that was the easiest route I've ever seen to the finals, bro. 
They played the number eight seed. They were supposed to win like this. Gentlemen sweep. They're supposed to do this shit. It wasn't even like expected. I'm not saying that the Heat are not an admirable team and they're not a team that had a chance to win. They they had chances. They just, I mean, it just it the talent just oversaw it like the well entire, the heat the heat's been yeah. giving away fucking finals the past four years. I mean, we I'm about to start putting asterisks against the Heat when they're in the finals. They give it away to the goddamn Lakers and the <laughs> bubble. That shit was nothing. They gave it away to the Nuggets here. Um, that shit was nothing. You know, it was one of the first finals that I didn't feel like I need to be glued to the TV to watch it. I could yeah. cut something else on and cut back on. But one top one thing I do want to fucking point out on that you brought up that I want to sit here and I want to speak to the audience. Audience, if you're listening to me, know that I'm speaking directly to you at this moment. <clears throat> I'm not speaking to Sterling. I'm speaking to you. We have to come together. Come together. To, and realize... As a community of who enjoys watching basketball, as a part of the basketball community, that triple doubles are no longer what they were in the past. Can we realize that? Because all I know is we keep putting so much, so much sauce on people getting triple doubles. I know LeBron's whole goat conversations around the fact that he's an all-around player when it comes to assists and rebounds and triple doubles okay let's break this down here we have a completely different basketball game that allows for more assists and rebounds to come in as a whole we are moving the ball much faster pace that means more possessions when you have more possessions you have more points you have more assists you have more rebounds there's more opportunities for that because people are scoring more and they are scoring more not because they're just that great of fucking scores but because there's more spacing on the court because that <laughs> because the game allows it there's less defense if you foul you go the blah 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 it is easier to get triple doubles than it has ever been ever in the history of basketball. We have to stop putting so much emphasis on that. And you want to know how we have to stop putting so much emphasis? The crazy part is we still get so excited when we see people do that shit, and it happens all the time. And we want to act like because it's happening all the time, every person that does it is an all-time great. No, it's because it's all-time easy to fucking achieve than it has ever been. You really think that the niggas out there back in the day when they were scoring 95 to 105 type games, if it wasn't fucking 140 to 140, you didn't think they would have a couple more assists? You didn't think they would have grabbed a couple more rebounds? And those 40, like, are what are we talking about here? Calm down. Calm down. It's a different game. Be able to watch the game for what it is and the time that it's being played in and use your eyes and determine greatness. Use your eyes. Yeah. People people today, the, everybody today is big on stories, the, and they're big on statistics. I get it. I get it. It's beautiful. But here's the thing when it comes about statistics, and I'm about to end anybody who wants to come to me about, oh, advanced stats, blah, 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 blah. I'm about to end that debate right here. Here we go. So when we all go and we all play pickup basketball, right? Every time we go and play pickup basketball, when we leave that court, we all know who ran the motherfucking court. There was nobody, nobody at all who has a different point. We all said, oh, that dude ate. Guess what we didn't have to determine who was running that court? We didn't have no stats. 
I don't know how many points he scored. I don't know how many assists he had. I don't know how many rebounds he had. Guess what probably happened? There was probably another nigga who had more points than him. There was probably another nigga who probably had more assists, more rebounds. There was probably someone whose stats looked much better than the guy that we all walked away and was like, damn, he's a hooper. He's fucking balling. You want to know why we walked away as a hooper's fucking baller? It's because when it comes to talking about basketball, use your goddamn eyes. That's all you got to do. Use your eyes. You ain't gotta, we ain't got to talk about no stats. When I talk about basketball, I ain't talking about stats. Use your eyes. That will show you greatness. Well, I, I, I wanted to go in on the triple-double thing because one of the things, like, and my dad's, like, my dad played basketball, you know, and he was actually good at it. Like, I'm, I never played organized, well, I played organized basketball a couple of times. Like, this is not my, wasn't my thing. But I enjoy basketball. I love basketball. I think it's a great sport. I wish I would have, I was better at it. I wish I would have committed more time to it, such as the same as, like, football, um, where you can really show off athleticism the way that it's supposed to be. Um, and you played a sport being soccer. Soccer is a great sport or football um, is a great sport uh, to show off athleticism. I played a sport where athleticism, yes, it comes out, but it doesn't come out all the time being in baseball. So like particularly about rebounds, because points are points, bro. You can get 10 points in the NBA easy as fuck. If you just have the ball, you shoot 10 shots, you can get 10 points. Like it's not hard. Um, or I'm not gonna say it's not hard because I couldn't go out there and just get, you know, 10, but a guy that's in the NBA, if he really wants to get 10, he could get 10. Um, he can honestly get 15 if he's having a good night. Um, but rebounds. Think about, like, for example, like back in the 80s, 90s, like, you know, you had bad boys, you had the Bulls, you had, you had a whole bunch of shit, bro. Like, you had the Lakers, and you had the, you had the fucking uh, Celtics, Larry Bird, Matt Johnson. You had all this. Dude, people were actually fighting for rebounds. Like, they actually were wanting to get offensive rebounds. Bro, I'm not even lying to you. I, I can almost guarantee 80% of the possessions in the NBA basketball game. Because bas- in, in, in the college, the guys are trying because they're all, also trying to get them a spot in the NBA and all that stuff. But, like, 80% of the fucking possessions, yes, they're usually, like, threes and things like that. But still, like, bros ain't even boxing out. Like, they don't care. They're like, oh, let's run up the court. That shit's a brick. Oh, that run up the court. They ain't even try, they ain't even trying. Like that, that's why the, that, that's why once again I don't give a fuck about the regular season in the NBA. I don't. I really, really don't, bro. Like it's just like it is absurd to me that people put so much and invest so much into the NBA. Like people are talking about the Nuggets this year. Like why are we not talking about the Nuggets? It's because one, the Nuggets play on the fucking West Coast time basically, and nobody watches that shit unless you're in Denver. Nobody wants to watch Nikola Jokic play. Like, nobody wants to watch that. Like, I'm not sitting here saying, yeah, man, got to watch Nikola tonight. Like, <laughs> do I, <laughs> if do I, I ever I hear high? you hit me up like, bro, you, see, you watching Nikola tonight? I'm like, nah, bro. <laughs> I'm not watching that nigga. Dump, dump, dump. He's like the big, he's like the big green giant, bro. Like, he, you know them big, you know them cans back in the day? Big green giant yeah, cans? Yeah. Bro. He's a big green job. Boom, 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 boom. Like, I don't want to watch that. And I'm going to tell you right now, like, if dudes actually fought him for rebounds, not saying he's not talented because he obviously is, but if dudes actually fought him for rebounds and beat him up and he didn't get every foul call every time he flopped because he's just European, bro. He can't help it. He's Eastern European. He cannot help it. That's just a – that is the thing about European big men. They are softer than normal. I don't think he's a soft guy, but I think he plays the game softer, especially the way the game's played now. Dudes, if they fought him for rebounds, 
he wouldn't be putting up triple doubles all the goddamn time. These dudes in the league be putting up triple doubles and they trash as hell. Like he be having 10, 10, and 10. I'm like, what the fuck? Who is this nigga? Some dude off the bench. Like some dude off the bench said, I'm getting my fucking bread next year. He said, I'm not getting released. It's contract I'm not getting year. cut. <laughs> like it's contract year for me, bro. Like I need I need at least to get two, three more so I can get the money for my X, Y, and Z uh things I want to do for my own personal. Like I think it's absurd. Like I said, you got Shaq, who was winning, probably the most dominant player that's ever played in the NBA. Definitely the down. most dominant player. People, people, people say like LeBron. I'm like, no, 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 no. LeBron, if he was having to go in like every time he went in the lane and hit hit Shaq in the chest, dog. Like you're not doing that. Shaq broke multiple backboards, multiple, bro, multiple. He. If y'all don't know the plate where he dumped on my man from the Knicks, I believe, and pushed this nigga to the ground and then pointed to him, like, I mean. From a standstill off two feet, he broke backboards. He went running and jumping from free throw line and tomahawking the rim. He was under the rim, two feet on the ground, hop up, a kaboom. And the thing is, is now they're like, oh, like the hack-a-shack thing. But now, like, think about it. Shaq could play in the league still because they get so many shots. Like he would, he could shoot 50% from the free throw line. He would shoot 20, 25 free throws a fucking game, bro. He would get 12 points minimum a game from the free throw line without even have before his field goals. Because the thing is, you could foul that nigga, bro, but he's seven foot one, 315 motherfucking pounds, bro. He is a diesel motherfucker. They call him Big Diesel. They call him Shaq Diesel, bro. The dude is literally a truck. Don't tell me right now you're going to put him in the same conversation as you can put Jokic in the same conversation as fucking Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal in his prime versus Shaq, bro, he's getting slammed. He is getting destroyed. He's probably going to literally cry when he goes home because he's probably going to be hurting because that nigga's going to block him so many goddamn times with that ugly-ass jump shot. I swear to God if I see that shit again. I swear if I have to see it be wet, though. It'd be wet, though. (laughs) It'd be wet. He shoots 47% from the three, bro. Like, how is that possible shooting like that? Like, shout out Brandon Peake, but y'all shot was broke, too. That's how it looked. bro. Why you out here? Why niggas catching strays on the pod, bro? Nah, you know, I got all love for you, uh, uh, Peake, but nah, dude, it's like it's insane to me because like and i hate and i hate to say this because i don't like being bringing race into it because i don't want to go around the k perk way of saying things either but people jump on these bandwagons specifically when it comes to Jokic because he's the only legitimate white boy in the nba right now aside from austin reeves like what other white niggas really putting it on like that who somebody name me somebody like somebody there's no one. Tyler Hero. Like, Tyler Hero is, is playing behind Jimmy Butler. It's easier for him to get buckets because he's got Jimmy buckets on his team and they're guarding Jimmy. And Jimmy don't even be putting his effort in the fucking regular season. Like, Tyler, don't break your hand. Sorry, bro. I had to say it. Like, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, man. Like, as an NBA fan, I think it's piss poor for anyone to put that cop. It's a disrespect, honestly. Um, disrespectful as fuck to the late Bill Russell and um, fuck is Bill Russell dead? <clears throat> no. Shit, I said late Bill Russell. Damn, I do be seeing his old ass at these fucking <laughs> games. He wasn't there this year. I didn't see him at all because he probably didn't want to watch that shit because it's probably fucking boring as fuck. Um, 
But you you know who you know that's that's the problem I have. It's like if people if the game was played how it was played in pickup, right? You know how like in pickup, like you call your own fouls and like all that good shit, and you don't get free throws, you just get the ball back and like, you know, check it up. Like the way the NBA is played now is like yes, like a lot of times these guys are hit, but there's certain amounts of contact that just shouldn't be called, bro. I don't care how big or small you are, like you shouldn't have that ability to just get a foul whenever you want. Like it may, it bo- it bores me, bro. Like it bores the fuck out of me. Yes, if somebody hacks the shit out of you, you should get two shots, bro. Like I'm not saying like you shouldn't, but if I'm getting tapped, like I'm getting tapped on, like tapped on my hand, like a little bit, like not even like super hard, like a graze. When I go for a lane, they're like they're like and one, like no, dude, <laughs> yeah. like, I, like I could finish an and one that way, and I'm not like that. I'm telling you. Jokic, respect to you, man. Congrats. I told you, I, like I said, I didn't want to see you win. I want to see Jamal Murray win because I think that Jamal's story is way better than yours, dog, just to be honest. Um, I don't care where you were fucking drafted. Honestly, you're still a bum to me. And, you'll, you're, and your team's fucking garbage. And your coach fucking sucks, to be honest with you. Like, your coach sucks. Dick. Mike Malone is dog shit, bro. Like, I'm telling you, if they don't, if they lost this year in the finals to the Heat and they didn't make it back to the finals next year or even got close to winning, he was getting fucking fired. That's for damn sure. Mike Malone that might is- have the coldest highlights from the whole playoffs, though, because he was talking that shit all playoffs. And because they got the finals, that shit gonna age like fine wine, I promise you. Well, the thing is, like I said, bro, if you play the the old head Lakers, you play the Minnesota Timberwolves, and you play the fucking Phoenix Suns who don't know how to put more than fucking two games together in a series and got Chris Paul curse on them. Like, yeah, <laughs> I fucking win. And then play the number eight seed from the East, who is honestly, in my opinion, one like a great team, but not talent-wise. That was the whole thing around them. Like, yeah. I would be fucking talking my shit too because guess what, bro? That's the easiest shit you ever had in your life. Imagine if the if the if the Nuggets had to go through Timberwolves, sure, like they go through the Timberwolves. That's first round, the first they're the number one overall seed, right? And then the next round they play, hmm, they play Sacramento instead of fucking like the Warriors play having to play Sacramento in the first round. They play Sacramento. Then the next round they have to play the fucking Warriors, and then they have to go to the finals and play fucking. The Celtics, who can actually match up with Jokic, like dude, like these types of things, like it it brings reputation, brings reputability to your to you as a player. You don't, you don't, you have my respect to a degree, Jokic, but you ain't got the respect to be talking to you an all time great, bro. Like I'm just, I'm just being a hundred percent with you, dog. Like, and if honestly, I hope you stay healthy. I don't, I don't wish on nobody's health to go down, but the way that you move, I don't think that you're gonna be able to play after the age of 33 34 like at a high level i just don't think you're gonna be able to do it like i just it's just not gonna work there's gonna be younger niggas that are gonna be faster stronger and probably jump and block your ugly ass shot like it's just what it is footwork can get you a long way but you ain't timmy you ain't you ain't timmy buckets like you aren't you're not timmy like you <laughs> like you're not like and you're not better than tim duncan like look first of all he's a power four but i still put him in the center of conversation you ain't better than tim duncan either by g Nope. Like, so, like, I mean, you're, you're dropping down the scale, but we just shit on Jokic for, like, 30 minutes. Uh, I'm <laughs> so sorry for the folks out there. I apologize. I went on a tangent because I hate, like, it's the thing people get super hype about, like, the, the white boy popping off. And I, I got respect for him because he is nice. I'm not saying he's not. 
But I'm talking, if you start talking that slander where you say these niggas, like, he in top three, he can be above Bill, Shaq, or Kareem, like, nah. We're, you, let's just shut that shit down at the front fucking door, bro. I might as well just have the fucking sawed-off shotgun sitting there and blasting your shit back to the fucking yard. Um, <laughs> but, like, that's just being honest. Speaking of sports, man, and speaking of influential people in sports, just flat out, um, recently, uh, if you guys didn't hear, um, and for the folks in Charlotte, this is super hype because uh, uh, about soccer. But Messi signed the deal with Inter Miami, which is an MLS team. MLS, for those that don't know, is the Major League Soccer, and it's the men's organization for soccer in the United States. And it's not very prominent in terms of the soccer world. The soccer world is basically the the good leagues are based out in Europe. Essentially, they're all European. Um, but Messi had played in Europe for his whole career, finally came to Inter Miami, an MLS team giving him a revenue share of the team. So he's getting like, he's a, he's a shareholder in the, in the team he's playing for. It's, the, it's a fuck situation. And Apple TV, uh, MLS subscribers, and Adidas, bro. So first off, this man's getting a crazy bag right now. But... He did turn down a $1.6 billion offer from the Saudi Arabian League that Cristiano Ronaldo plays in at currently. Um, I believe, I can't remember the name of his team off the top of my head. Right? Something Nasir, Al Nasir is who um, Cristiano Ronaldo is playing for now, and he's getting a crazy bag. And in a second, I'm going to tell you what, how much he makes, but the question is, Michael, do you, do you think he made the right move in going to the MLS and going to enter Miami and obviously going to a league that's much weaker than the leagues that he's really ever played in. I think, <clears throat> sorry, I think Messi has set a precedent for sports contracts that will change the landscape of how the superstars get paid. Mm-hmm. So when I when I say it, so this this kind of circles back to you know the porn stars <laughs> when we talked about lump sum versus back end. How do you want to get paid? Listen, everybody who's out there listening to me right now, <clears throat> always remember the lump sum is pretty. The back end is where you get paid. If you're willing to put in the work and bet on yourself, the back end will always be where you get paid. Listen to me. Listen to me right here. Employees, they get paid up front. Employees get the lump sum. The artist gets the, they get the advance. The labels, the business owners, the businesses, they get the back end. You want to know why they're so willing to take the back end? It's probably because there's more money on the back end. So, Let's break this down and really discuss, you know, what happened here. So, yes, everyone's kind of like, whoa, Messi did not take the $1.6 billion contract that the Saudis gave him. And I understand, like, $1.6 billion, you get that, you ain't got to worry about nothing else, blah, 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 blah. That's all good. That's all fine and dandy. But what Messi is getting here, what Messi did is <clears throat> he's taking his contract to enter, enter Miami He's got an option when he retires to purchase the company at a lower price, kind of like what David Beckham did uh, when he went to the mm -hmm. L.A. Galaxy. He went there and he got an option to pay for the L.A. Galaxy at $25 million for the whole organization 
later that's down the, LA the line. Fucking galaxy. At the LA and fucking LA galaxy. Used to be popping. Used to be the shit. Exactly. And he got an option to pay $25 million for it at a later date when he was finished playing. That organization is now worth $500 million. I think it was worth a $25 million purchase and the back-end payment. That's where back-end payments come in. So what Messi's doing right here is where he's kind of changing the game for all these sports athletes. And these aren't for all you niggas. So for anybody out who got dreams, like, and you just end up on a bench, well, guess what? You're going to take your upfront payment and you're going to be happy with it. Cause this ain't for you, my dog. This is for the Stephs, the LeBrons, the Tom Brady's, you know, maybe not even the NFL guys. I don't know if they got that kind of pool yet, but you know, um, NBA players, MLB players, they're getting paid, paid. They got guaranteed contracts. They got the pool. So, um, <clears throat> What he's doing here is he's even got Apple TV. They have the MLS deal. He's even got revenue share of subscribers that get pulled into the MLS deal. So not only is he making money from his play on the field, but he will be making that money from his revenue share of the MLS deal far after he's playing. So if MLS becomes a big deal and Apple TV's got a significant revenue share or uh, revenue coming in off of that, guess what? Messi and his family will always be recouping his share off of that. Not only that, he went to Adidas and he was like, hey, me coming over here is probably going to be a big thing for the American market and Adidas cleats and whatever else they got coming in that's attached to the MLS brand. Do you not think that me playing here is going to bring in more people? And they're like, yeah, that's that's the reason why we want you in Miami. Yeah, that's going to bring in more people. So, yeah, well, I'm going to need my cut then if you think that's what's going to happen, because I ain't just bringing over <laughs> here. I ain't bringing people over here to pay you. No, you, you finna pay me. They come in here to see me. I seen the crowd of Enter Miami before I got up in that bitch. There weren't people over there. I seen the subscriber count on MLS. People ain't watching MLS. People hate U.S. soccer. Yeah, but when I pop up in this bitch, shit's about to change. And I best believe I'm about to get my cut from that. And I think that this is going to be a blueprint down the line for big-time basketball players to say, hey, uh, I need my cut. When we look at, let's look at the Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors are worth what five point six billion, something like something crazy like that. Uh, so when we were growing up, did you think the Golden State Warriors would be worth five point six billion? Nah, no. ain't no way I would call that shit. Ain't no way. And um, if you had to guess, you think that maybe them drafting Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green probably added to the fact of, and them getting four championships added to the uh, valuation of the $5.6 billion or wherever it's at right now in those multi-billions? $7 billion, no way. It wouldn't have ever got there. Exactly. So now these players are going to be like, hey, bro, I remember your business. I remember when you were over here scrambling around trying to get investors and or trying to find someone to buy this company and didn't nobody want to buy it. It wasn't a good investment. And now I rem- now I know what it looks like since I've been here. I'm gonna need my slice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you eating? You eating? Yeah. Go ahead. Let me get my let me get my plate too. I'm gonna want four piece supreme, French fries, iced tea, honey mustard. Only thing to order from Bojangles. If you get anything else, get the fuck out my face, nigga. But that's beside the point, son. So I think it's a game changer. Um, you know, it all it kind of all depends preference-wise for what you're going for. I can't be mad at somebody who says, I want the 1.6 million. Leave me alone after that. Yeah, billion. <laughs> billion, 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 billion. My bad. 1.6 billion. 
Leave me alone after that. I ain't talking to nobody else. Hey, I ain't mad at you. But what Messi's doing is kind of groundbreaking for all athletes. And I think he's yeah. going to, I think it's going to pay off on the back end. Well, the thing is, is like, and, and I think it's one, I want to say it's one of the, I'm super fucking excited for it, man. Like, I, I, like, I wasn't really into soccer. Um, obviously, my, my sister played soccer her whole life. And, and obviously, I watched, like, you and, like, my boys in school play soccer when we were in high school and stuff. And, and we even had, uh, UNCG had a pretty good soccer team over, this, over the past few years since I've been, since I've been out of school. Um, and I started, like, watch it a little bit more, get a little bit more involved. Always love Messi. I don't think, I think if you don't like Messi, you're just kind of like an asshole. Um, to not like Ronaldo is a good reason because he kind of a prick. He has his own way of being a prick, but I mean, that's just my opinion. Um, but Messi going to a place, first off, Messi's smart to go to enter Miami too. Because Miami has a large Latino, Latino population and the Latino population is typically the population of folks in the United States that really latch on to soccer, like really latch on to it. Like, I mean, I went to my training uh, for work and I met, you know, two, two people from our Miami office and they're obviously they're Latino. And like, and I know one of them specifically, I was making a reference based on his name, like, to a soccer player and he's like yeah dude he's one of my favorites like and a lot of people aren't going to get that like they're just not going to get that it's just what it is then in this point of what you're making mike is where like it's groundbreaking for sports it's because like michael jordan did it first when it was terms of groundbreaking contracts point blank period in terms of uh player marketing etc with the jordan shoe and i will once again reiterate i believe the movie is called what's it called air uh, air, air and i did I watch say, it say, it's amazing it's amazing dude it's a good ass movie if you guys haven't watched this prime video if you don't have amazon prime you're probably just fucking faded or you're on a budget which is fine but i would definitely take the free trial and watch it if you can um but the thing is is like he started it and now messy because beckham did it but Beckham was one of the and he was one of the biggest soccer stars in the world but think about it now that was back in like the 2000s like mids 2000s where social media wasn't really like there like you couldn't like just get information like boom like that dude if something happens in colorado right now we would know in the next two minutes via internet literally it's that quick back in the day like yeah you had facebook still there myspace etc but those things weren't the, the it was it was an api integration like uh, one of the things that work that we have that helps is, helps us differentiate ourselves from other uh, people in our business is API integration, the ability to track like live, like everything that's happening. It's like, boom, boom, boom. It's like check marks type of shit. And this man's going to be making around 50, 50, a little over 50 mil a year. I mean, I take 50 mil a year. He's going to be making, like you said, revenue shares from Apple, fucking MLS, fucking the team period from damn Adidas, the shoes that he's going to be putting out again. Like, bro, this man, like, if, you're, if anybody's saying, like, oh, like, he already has money. Money isn't the thing for him. His great, 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 great grandkids will never have to even pick up a fucking finger. Like, that is how much money he's going to continuously have fluctuating into his family, even well after he's passed. And as a man, or as a, as a person, as a parent, 
as a person that came from not much, like for him specifically, like, dude, that's all you want to do. Yeah, that's it. That's amazing. And, and if we uh, put into perspective, like some people are saying, well, uh, you know, David Beckham's team is worth 500 something million. That ain't 1.6 billion. Well, let's really put into perspective. He had an option to pay for it at 25 million. He paid for it at 25 million. It's now worth 500 something million. If we're putting that perspective, that is a 20x on investment, 2000% increase on investment. That's like hitting Tesla stock going crazy. That is an insane once in a lifetime type investment that you're not going to find just under a rock somewhere. That is a crazy yeah. thing. And Messi's getting, you know, David had it in LA. Messi's bringing it to Miami, big market. Big and if you think that Messi coming over here is not fin to bring other stars to MLS, you're tripping. You're tripping. He's going to bring some notoriety. He's going to bring some increase, and he's going to have a good investment too. It's all going to. I think off. I wanted I wanted to say something. I think it was uh, the MLS had like certain amount of like subscribers or something like that, like followers on Twitter or Instagram, one of the two, and they're now like the top. They're in the top five. Like they're the third most followed. Uh, sports like organization in the United, like I think in the world right now. That's like wild. sport, like, like in terms of leagues. You have MLS, you have like you have uh, EPL being uh, the English Premier League. You know, you've got, and I'm not talking about just soccer. I'm talking about NBA, MLB, like all that shit. Like him just coming, do he hasn't even played? He hasn't even fucking touched the ball, bro, on the field in a live game. That's why. And, and so you want to hear something crazy? So for the folks that don't know, I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. If you want to try, try to find me, sure. You ain't going to get no money. Like it ain't I, like I, it's nothing worth that. Like if you really think I'm like that, then I appreciate it, but I'm not. Um, but um, so we have the Bank of America Stadium, which is where the Carolina Panthers play right in the middle of uptown. Um, and that's where we also have our Charlotte FC. That's our MLS team. Here they play there. They they don't open up the top sections for the for the Charlotte FC games because there's not enough people, right? Like it's just not. Um, they open up the top sections, and those seats, like the very highest, the true nosebleeds, are seventy five dollars minimum for the game when he come when Messi comes to Charlotte. Set minimum, bro. Like them shits are going to be hyped. I think I saw a price of some like fucking two, three thousand for a soccer game, bro. See, it's one thing when you're getting like courtside tickets because you're sitting on the same court, like your feet are on the same court the players are playing on. I get with a 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 thousand dollars, 100 thousand dollars sometimes, depending on the game and uh, the atmosphere and where you're at, et cetera. But like it is revolutionary to, to sports. Um, and I hope young, specifically young athletes that knowingly have talent, and particularly probably the NBA is going to be able to hit the biggest jackpot on this in terms of Americanized sports. Um, like, I hope they take advantage of it because these guys, like we spoke about earlier, those lifetime contract guys, KD, um, Steph, um, LeBron, who else? Kyrie, I think, has one. Does he not? Or no, he doesn't have one. Um, no. Or he, no. No, he doesn't no, have one. No, it's just KD, um, Steph, and LeBron. Those guys, I think Giannis is closest to signing thought, something like that. But they are set, and that's exactly what Messi did without having to do it in one one realm of stream, like one stream of revenue. 
He's doing it off the league he fucking plays for, bro. The league. He ain't even doing it off his, like, on top of his team. It's the league, bro. Like, imagine if LeBron was getting revenue shares of the MB fucking A. On top of his lifetime. And he bro. would, and it would be worth, he would be worthy of it, too. That's the thing. Yes. So now these players he are realizing that. that they're worthy of it. And so when those exactly. come up in conversations, it might take a little bit. There's going to be some pushback. Owners ain't going to want to give that kind of cash up. But guess what? Now we're now we're having conversations. We're having back and forth. We're debating about this shit. It's in your ear. Eventually, someone's going to win that argument. Well, dude, it, it's standard business practice because when I, at work, once again, I keep using work, but it's just it's very relatable. Like I set margin on what I do with my customers. So there's a certain percentage I make it. I always set a minimum of turns amount of money I'll make off of it. And then uh, like a percentage just based on whatever they get. Um, and sometimes it's 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, depending on what's going on. Like I can change the margin however I like. But like the NBA owners and the NBA just ownership commission, the league itself sets margins as well. Think about it. Like if you pay your employees, because you have to think about profit margins, is revenue over cost, revenue cost, revenue cost, that's your profit. Um, if you're going in and like, if your team, you pay your team for easy numbers, $100 million a year, right? And you bring in $500 million in revenue. And this is, say this is all already taxed and shit. Like it's all like, whatever, everything's taken out. As the owner of the team, like say you didn't have to pay any of the other guys under you, you, can, you make $400 million. Four hundred million. That doesn't sound like a lot, but that margin. Look at think about the margin you just made. Five hundred on one hundred. You made four times, five times the amount you pay, paid your players. You're in a five hundred percent margin. You're literally sitting there raking in money for free. Yes, sir. And that's what. And that's what these guys have margins too. Owners and these people, the NBA have margins. That's why they set certain boundaries so they can continue to make money and invest in the NBA. But. Sometimes they do it because these dudes, these owners, dog, like some of these, like some of these owners, like are making stupid, stupid, stupid bread, bro. And they never have to touch the court. They don't have to do anything. They don't even half of these guys don't even fucking negotiate trades. They have other people that do that for them. They literally just sit there and rake in money. Rake it in. They go to meetings. And so now it's like. They're gonna have to look at their triple bottom line and see where they where they can actually make these type of investments for once in a lifetime type players like your LeBrons, KD, Stephs, um, and them. You know, Giannis is one of those guys. And and let's not even try to put Jokic in that conversation because I'll fucking th- I'll throw up. Um, I will throw up. Does he have his own shoe, by the way? I have no clue. I'm not buying him if, if he does. Well, it looks like he was wearing he wears LeBron's uh, shoes. He might, but. But the thing is, is like, bro, Michael started it. Messi is just the 21st century version of it. But way more, way more money involved. Granted, Michael was making crazy bread off of what he did. Well, his mom, shout out his mom for that shit. That's just crazy. Um, but nah, man, I can't, I can't be mad at nobody for not taking the 1.6 mil or taking it either way. Bill. But the way he's getting, yeah, the way that he's getting... <laughs> The way that he's getting his money now, like, I mean, the dude, the dude is like, he's doing everything and what you want. It's, it goes to the point, guys, that 
it's the same thing for for men and women. Like if you're dating a guy or you're dating a girl and they don't want to put time in, it's called an investment, right? You put time into something, it's called an investment. Time and money, time and money, time and money. When your investments don't pay off, that's when you get upset. You wanted that you rather just get that lump sum, right? But nah, bro. But nah. You may if you make the right investment, you marry that woman, she gets your kids, you go old together. That was the right investment, bro. And it's what it's gonna make you a lot happier. It's the same way you could think about it. Easy. Easy way to think about it without even trying to put a price tag on it. Your happiness. So on to something else, because I know we could talk about sports all fucking night. Literally, you <laughs> could sit here. We can literally sit here till probably 2, 3 a.m. and probably be tired still doing it, going at it. Um, but one of our favorite friends, YNW Melly. Uh, so his murder <laughs> trial, his murder trial uh, just, just started. Um, just want to get the initial, initial uh, thoughts and even a verdict prediction. See where your head's at, Mike. And I mean, I kind of... Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I think it's so it's early, so I'm not going to, you know, we won't stay on it too long. Uh, it hasn't been too much that's gone out, but it's already been quite entertaining from the little bit that I've seen out there. Apparently, you know, why he's he's very one of the first takeaways I got from him is he is, you know, composed as hell. He's smiling. He's flexing. He's laughing. He doesn't seem to be stressed at all. But I guess that, you know. In either case scenario, if he didn't do it, why should he be super stressed if he feels like the evidence is going to point to that? If he did do it, a psycho nigga like that who just kills his friends, make a number one hit song off of it and still claims he didn't do it, probably wouldn't feel no stress because he's fucking psycho. So, uh, you know, there's not much to take away from the fact that he's just completely relaxed. Uh, But there's been some crazy things over here. My first prediction based off of what I've seen so far is I think he's going to get off. I really think he's going to get off. I don't think there's enough there. I, I saw that they said that, uh, you know, there was an account, an Instagram account where he DM'd somebody. And he said, I did it. Shh. But they were like, he don't own that account. Someone bought it for $20, a lot of hoopla. No, the only thing that I think they really have to hold to pin uh, Melly on the case is the phone tracking and where he was at all times, and it shows that he was there. Uh, but that's all, you know. They don't have to. They don't have to prove that he didn't do it. They just have to prove that there's not enough evidence there to um, convict him of the murder. And I don't feel like there's enough evidence there. Like, I mean, it really just depends on how the jury sees it. But if the jury votes it, uh, based off of what I've seen so far, you know, and I. Um, hold the the right to be able to change my mind, give him more information. You know, that's something that people don't want to give people the ability to do these days. But when given new information, I will alter my thought process. But as of right now, you know, my early prediction is I think that he will get off. If there's a, if there's a line on it, if there's a sports book, if we got any bookies listening to this and there's a line, let me know. I'm dumping stacks on that shit. He's getting off. <laughs> That should be that's like a fucking crazy get if that is, I know there's something out there, probably on the dark web, maybe. Um, definitely not legal for sure. But um, yeah, I think that the whole situation in period in terms of double murder is wild. Just in general, right? It's just a it's just a and being two of your best friends. It's like me going out and killing uh, Chad and Mike. Like it it's it, it, it 
I mean, I get it. These guys come from different backgrounds and, you know, different situations. They're in a different type of world being in the rap game. Uh, but, yeah, I saw some I saw some clips, and I, I noticed, like you said, like he's smiling a lot. Like, I think people do that. A lot of people do that. And funny enough, most, some of the most creative and talented people, I'm not saying he's necessarily the most talented guy in the world, but he's obviously more talented than me and making more money doing some shit that – don't take that much damn talent, make a good beat and throw in some fucking murder music and like people will bop to it. Um, but people like that are typically shy people. They feel awkward. They're not, they're not very comfortable in social situations. Not saying they have like any type of disorder or anything, but they just don't feel comfortable. A lot of times people do that just to like laugh off their nervousness or feel a little bit less. It's psychology. It's, it's strictly psychology. Um, if I and in in my opinion, and it depends on the jurors. Like I haven't seen the jurors like genuinely seen them, and I hate to say race plays a factor, but it does. It just fact fact of the matter. It does. I don't care how fucking they're like. Oh, I'll be unbiased. Like blah blah blah. They don't know if these people are being biased or not when they fucking vote for that a verdict at the end of this all. There's no nobody knows. Nobody knows. There's the reason it's private. Um, I think that Melly will he won't get the death penalty. But somehow they're going to get them for 15, 20. The thing is, is like, if you can do it to, I mean, granted, Thugger got, Thug got fucking hoed. That man got hoed. He's out of here, bro. Oh, like that dude is gone. They, uh, there's no. That's why we don't even no be safety. speaking of that case. Cause he's, he's out of here, bro. That's just a circus nah, in he, that bitch. No, nah, <laughs> that shit is, that shit is wild. But. Now, nah, Melly, Melly definitely, I mean, he, I, in my opinion, he had motive to do it. I mean, granted, I don't know every ounce of detail around it, but like, dude, once again, that type of world where you're so attached, like to your, your music and your, that also that thug life, that, that type of shit, it's hard to balance this and still be like a quote unquote good person and do the right thing. I could see him doing it because he seems like a fucked up nigga, just period. He does. I mean, I don't care what anybody says. He just seems fucked up. But at the same time, like for you to kill anybody, like you gotta be like once, like you said, to like sit there and be laughing. You gotta be psychotic to have done that and then, like sit there and laugh about it. I just think if once I get an understanding of who the jurors are, I can tell you if it's gonna be a fucking, uh, uh, excuse me, if he's gonna get convicted or not. Like I, I could tell you right there. Like that's the same way I looked at the, uh, the back in the day with the uh, George Zimmerman uh, Trayvon Martin case. Literally exact same way bro look i was a young kid and i like realized it like i'm like oh hmm. you know it's one of those things yeah so i think he'll get convicted if the jury looks like the way i think and y'all folks know what i'm talking about what i mean looks like <laughs> uh, and a in demographic demographics not only the age demographics a thing too um because some of these people don't even know who YNW Melly even is. Like, that's the thing. When you go up there and you have no prior knowledge, one thing. But if you go up there and you know, it's two different worlds, bro. Um, so, I don't know. I'm excited like, to see what happens. It sounds crazy that I'm excited for I think it would be trial. fire if he got off and then dropped a song. Telling how he did it I and got off. It. <laughs> and that would be the sickest shit ever. And that song would be a fucking I know that song was slap, bro. He had the fucking well, the melodies, is, dude. I, I kind of I kind of fucked with his music too. 
Yeah, I, there was a song back when I think I was graduating college that he had out with Kanye. What's that song called? You know the one I'm talking about. Super, super catchy. Uh, um, yeah. Ah, fuck. I'll, I'll find it before we end it tonight. But you know, man, I think I think it's I think it's crazy. I mean, uh, I, mixed I, I, I I'm not, Yeah, I am in front of ninety. That's just a bang, boy. <laughs> Ooh, go crazy on that. But nah, man, he's a he's a he's in a shit situation regardless. If I'm on trail for a double murder, and even if I know I didn't do it, it's like damn, like look at me. My I got I got diamonds in my teeth. I got tattoos on my face. I mean, and it sounds stupid, but you got to look at these things. Like it's just what it is. It's the human. It's human nature. No matter what evidence you're put in front of it, the evidence is that bad. Where it's like, damn, like they just making shit up at this point. Then it's like, okay, I'll let them off, but I'm gonna have like my doubts as a juror too. Like, and I know who YMW Millie is. I don't know him personally, but I know him as a rapper um, and kind of what he's been around the scene. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. So we'll see. For those out here, let us know if you guys are familiar with YMW Millie. If you're not, go listen to Mixed Personalities. It's just a banger, like I said. If you're a fan of Kanye before his craziness, go and listen to that. Um, but I want to lean it into our favorite time of the night, um, favorite time of favorite time period of the podcast. I love this, no matter what it is, even if it's body parts to anything. Um, it's going to be our Black React. Um, so for this week, for the folks out there that. Uh, I hate that I even have to have an argument about this because I already know this shit ain't even fucking viable. Like anything said by the opposition is absolutely horseshit. It makes me want to puke and like literally it's just gross. Um, so today we're going to be speaking about probably one of the biggest like little. I think friends have these conversations and it's probably it can get heated if you go the wrong way. Apple music versus Spotify. I'll start. Go. Um, I'm a Spotify stan. Let me just let me just put this in perspective for y'all. Apple Music fucking sucks, dog. Like, y'all remember YouTube when they fucking hacked everybody and put that shit on your phone? <laughs> y'all remember that shit? If you had an iPhone, like, then, and I just got an iPhone at this point in time. Like, I had, I had an iPhone until my, like, senior year of high school. Maybe it was, like, junior. I can't remember exactly. Bro, these motherfuckers hacked our fucking phones, put YouTube's dog shit fucking album in there. I don't want to listen to fucking YouTube, bro. Like, I'm a kid. Like, I want to be happy. I don't want to feel like I'm sad and depressed every time I get on the fucking, uh, my, my Apple Music. First off, that ruined it. Second of all, Spotify, when you look at Spotify, bro, like, especially because you get the black, that black is so sleek. Oh, it's so sleek. God. It's so sleek. And the way that you make playlists up there is a lot better, too, from my experiences on Apple Music. I haven't been up on Apple Music in a minute, so I may have changed. Playlist, and then the way that and now, I think Apple Music did this before Spotify, but I know Spotify, even now on your like songs, you can do smart shuffle because, you know, like nobody wants to listen to the same songs all the time. I have a tendency to do that and it wears songs out. So I'm trying to be more of a shuffle guy. Um, I'll play out the song I want to play and then I put on smart shuffle. So smart shuffle will add on songs into your queue that aren't already on your like songs. So you can get suggestions just based off of what you're listening to. It's like a Pandora mix. I don't know if Apple Music had that before. I'm pretty sure they did um, something like that. But you'd have to be the one to tell me. 
it just overall, it's just a better app. I mean, I get the reasoning behind it that it's attached to Siri. If you if, if you're using Siri, you're probably a fucking old person, to be honest with you. Um, and it's attached, like it's it's easier in terms of Apple compatibility and things like that. I get it. But Spotify is just a better platform. I just flat out it's easier to use, in my opinion, from my experiences. And I mean, it's just it is what it is, bro. And now we don't get that student account no more, so it's the same motherfucking price. Actually, it is cheaper, isn't it? Apple Music? No, Spotify is slightly cheaper. Well, you pay... It's like 1066 for uh, uh, Spotify. I don't know. I don't check the price tag. I mean, I, I don't really either. I just, I just know that shit. <laughs> but yeah, I want to I hear your side. Because if y'all didn't know, this man's an Apple Music fucker. So go ahead. Hell yeah. For all the Apple Music people out here listening, guess what? I'm about to go to bat nobody... you niggas. About to go to bat for you niggas. All right, so let's go ahead and break down what this nigga just said. First off, he started off with he ain't trying to be depressed and then added the sleek black screen. That black screen is depressing as fuck, yo. Y'all are a bunch of fucking depressed emo kids with your Spotify fucking dark ass screen. No color, nothing to show for it at all. It's like, damn, what the fuck's going on here? All the songs are just looking the same because everything's just black and dark and it just looks fucking depressing. I'm like, dude, this is a music platform. Music is colorful. It's everything. It's vibes. It's good music. It's good feelings. It's all that. So we're going to start off with the display. The Apple Music display by far kicks the crap out of Spotify's display. Yeah, no, nah, put that shit down, bro. Ain't nobody trying to see that bullshit. Apple Music Display is so much nicer than Spotify's display. Hands down. You know, they got everything looks so much sleek. It looks clean. If you really about to argue that there's something that somebody can make something more sleek or clean than Apple, then you out your goddamn mind. Apple is the king of sleek, clean, and it looks perfect to the eyeballs. That is what they do. So next, let's get into the actual thing what do we do when we what do we do on spotify and apple music what do, what do we go in there for we we listen to we listen to music right yeah we're yeah we're, we listen to music so if we're listening to music i want the best quality sound apple music actually focuses on the quality of sound with the new spatial audio and limitless um audio features Everything in Apple Music sounds crisp, sounds beautiful. And guess what? When you're playing Apple Music through your Apple AirPods that I know all y'all have, guess what Apple's going to make sure of? They're going to make sure that shit sounds so much cleaner and beautiful through their own platform than your little Spotify bullshit. Next, we're going to get into, well, first, I'll give you what, what I'll, I'll give you what I do like about Spotify. What I like about Spotify is it it does allow you to find artists that you won't generally find in Apple Music because Apple Music don't give a fuck about you niggas. We we <laughs> bought the, we bought the real niggas, but I do like that about Spotify. And the only thing, and the second, the only thing I give to you, Spotify, is y'all's end of the year bullshit. You know they make it nice and easy for y'all to post a your rap, shit, baby. But that shit's so lame, bro. Don't nobody. That's just here one nah, day, gone the, the next day. Ass here one day, gone the next day. Don't nobody get no, 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 no. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta put him on bus. No, we sitting here, we sitting here. We have a group chat with all our friends, right? We had a group chat, and at the end of the year, last year, we put up our our Spotify rap, 
And then what I think you had a Spotify rap, but you're like, I don't really listen to Spotify. Like, so it's some lame ass shit. It's some weak ass numbers. Like you ain't even hitting like tens of thousands of fucking minutes to listen to. It's because you're on that dog shit fucking app. The dog shit app. The only thing I'll say that's dog shit from Apple. Well, there's a couple things that are dog shit, but that's particularly, particularly one right there. No, no, no. You tripping. So here's the thing. And the crazy part is, is I feel like everywhere I go, everyone has Spotify and they always own Spotify. But when, according to the numbers, Apple Music has way more uh, users than Spotify does, which I don't know about you, Sterling, but that seems... To me, in my own experience, that does not seem like the case. It seems like everywhere I go, everyone has Spotify, and I very rarely well, see I think someone with Apple I Music. Think the numbers, I, think the, I think the numbers are skewed because it's auto-downloaded on your iPhone, and I think based off of that, it is used. I well, I mean, like paying users. Dude, I think it's auto-paid on that shit because you literally, like, if you... So, no, no, you don't, you're not forced to pay no, 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 listen, no, 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 no. Ten million. Jesus. <laughs> uh, we talk big numbers. Nah, but I'm saying like I remember there was a point where I was paying for Spotify and Apple Music, and I didn't even know I was paying for Apple Music. I knew, I guess I did it at one point, but I kind of forgot. So you're just trying to say and everybody's was, as dumb as fuck as you are? That's, that was that what you trying no, to say? No, bro. No, I'm not trying to say, and I'm not dumb, bro. It's just the fact that I know that, like, I know how we know how subscriptions work, bro. Like subscriptions, especially if you're not like titling your money or nothing like that, bro. Like you don't even be thinking about them shits they just come out like oh that ten dollars oh that 15 all oh, that or 20 or whatever it is like i got a storage unit that's over a hundred dollars that i pay for that i literally don't even be thinking about like it just it just it's just gotta come out like it's there all i'm saying is is when it comes to music display is everything and what people are going to get at apple about is oh my god Apple does everything that other like Samsung or Spotify, they do it after them. But you know what Apple makes sure to do when they do it after you? They make sure to do it 10 times better than what you ever thought you could have done. Look at this lame ass shit, bro. I'm playing Hot Boy. I just showed you Hot Boy on my phone or on Spotify. This is Apple Music. You talking about display, bro? Look, look, look. I'm playing Hot Boy. I'll, I'll flip the Hot Boy on uh, Spotify real quick. Here, here, here you go. You get a whole ass music video, bro. Oh, because when I'm looking at, if I wanted to look at a goddamn music video, I'd be on YouTube, nigga. I don't play through my music app and sit here and hold my phone like this all damn day and like, oh my god, look at this hey, fucking you, music video, bro. But if, but if you pay for YouTube music, you can you can listen to it just as like you would listen to SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Music. So but I don't, I don't pay for this. YouTube music. Well, I'm just saying, you talking about all that? Why some like fucking music? No. I'm going to sit here and tell you, bro, you're not going to win this. I don't care. I don't know. I don't know who's you. If you are using Apple Music, you're high as a motherfucker, bro. You got the best shit, and you might be having a little bit of that crack in there. No, Shout no. Whoever's using title, you hire as a motherfucker, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, if you use a title, boy. The only reason I got, I remember I got title for that, for that time when they dropped the, what was it, the fucking. Um, the Beyonce? Uh, no, it wasn't Beyonce. It was fucking Kanye shit when it originally came out. It was only on title. Uh, that shit, I listened to it my, my freshman year of college. I had no fucking money. And you know what I did? I still scraped up some dollars. And you know what I did? I, made, I bought me that damn, what was like a $10, $12 subscription to fucking title. That's before inflation started hitting, bro. Um, yeah, if you're using title, you faded as fuck. I'm, I mean, everybody's like, teach their own. It's just like, for, for example, like, I mean, everybody has their own preferences in terms of like, who they find attractive same thing same thing when it comes to this i think 
I think overall, like it's comfortability. Like uh, I, th- I think when it comes to Apple and Spotify, it's just overall comfortability. Whatever you've been using longer, you're going to have a little bit more loyalty to respectfully. And you're obviously going to know how to navigate it better because you use it all the time. Um, to, to play devil's advocate a bit, I do think Apple shit is trash. But, um, like, I mean, I, I got to flame it real quick. Hold up. I'm pulling up the app again. I got to pull it up. I got to pull it up. I got to. I got to pull it up. I got to. So I'm sitting here, and it has radio. Why the fuck am I listening to radio, bro? Why the fuck I want to listen to radio? Am I on because the Pandora, motherfucker? They have good curated radio by your favorite artist. Lil Wayne has a radio channel so, on that bitch. Bro, Spotify has the same Do shit. Do you not bro. remember the interview with Lil Wayne and Lil Baby when Lil Baby showed him low down for the first time? That viral video yes. clip? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. That was, that was Apple Radio. Oh, but maybe you don't remember it because you got Spotify and, you know, Lil Wayne ain't doing no Spotify shit. And by the way, shout out Lil Wayne. I got the Lil Wayne t-shirt on right now. You know I beep out that shit. I'm just saying, bro, I don't want to fucking see be seen on radio. I don't give a fuck about curated. Your playlist can be curated like the way it's curated now through Smart Shuffle. It's literally, dude, I found new some multiple new songs almost every day through it. I'm not even fucking joking. And it that is like a, that's something that you're not gonna get unless you're listening to fucking radio every goddamn day. And who the fuck is doing that? What's the point of liking and saving songs on Apple though? What's the point? You might as well just fucking listen to radio all the goddamn time. But, you know what? I don't need my app to find my heat. I know where the heat is. Nah, bro. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't have a heat seeking <laughs> missile on you, bro. I got that the heat seeking missile. <laughs> that shit is about as cold as the fucking Antarctic Ocean. I'm just, or the Arctic Ocean. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, uh, you, you, you're faded. But I mean, look, we, we, we could, we could talk forever about that. I mean, that is, like I said, one of those things where it is really to each their own. I mean, I don't know any other Apple Music like users aside from you that I can think about that I genuinely know them, and they're an Apple Music uh, user. Do you know anybody that we might know mutually that uses Apple Music? I mean, the only person I really know is my brother. Well, I knew your brother did because you're on. You guys are both on the shit. Sorry, Mo, sorry, sorry, Monty. I, I gotta fuck. I gotta. I gotta fade you for that one, bro. That's just tough. <laughs> That's just tough, bro. Like I like you aside from that. Like I, I do. Same thing with Mike. Like I like you aside from that. Um, but you know, <laughs> you know, folks. Like, um, it's obviously been a fun time. Me and you, Mike and I love it. Uh, shout out my boy Chad. Chad's. Uh, and also shout out Mike and uh, Chad again one more time. Chad's birthday was on Saturday, I believe, and Mike's was on Wednesday. Or yes, Thursday. sir. Yes, sir. Wednesday. And they they both just turned the big two six. Um, so super excited for them. Um, I'm gonna be up there this weekend to go see them, hang out, do whatever for Father's Day as well. Um, see my dad, um, and that that stuff. But uh, give 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 your wishes to the boys. Um, uh. Yeah, not big on we're not big on birthdays. I don't know if you wanted to get dinner or anything like that. Oh, geez, I'm talking like we're off the pod. Um, but <laughs> but that's how our conversations go, y'all. Like with supernatural, super 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 genuine. That's how you know, like we're not like just putting on a front for y'all. I wouldn't let that be known. Uh, we this is how we talk normally. Um, it's just recorded. But 
Uh, once again, I want to shout out the folks that subscribed this past week, man. I know that you said there was a bump up in subscribers on the YouTube. Uh, definitely, I'm, I think the listeners on Spotify have like been been pretty consistent. Yes, sir. Um, or Spotify and all the other listening apps. I, I don't want to just say Spotify, but <laughs> Spotify. Yeah, we got the um, Samsung. All the Samsung people out there listening, keep listening. We love you guys. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, hey once again, I, I'm I'm just I'm just being hip. I'm just being overcritical, which is a problem of mine that I've been working on for probably since 15. Uh, but no, nah, shout out you guys. Um, continue to keep supporting us, man. I mean, I know um, we're, we're like 15, 16 videos in now, somewhere around there in terms of the main channel. Um, and I mean, and I want to give a shout out to Mike. I want to give a shout out to Chad as well for being our CTO, even though he's never here. Um, <laughs> And but he like his he's definitely still helped in terms of the technical side of things and obviously put an input um, in terms of his thoughts. But and shout out Mike for doing the editing on those videos, man. I'm just here for the fucking ride. He does a good job of the topics and uh, want to shout y'all out as well. But uh, big ups to the, to y'all. Um, appreciate y'all listening, watching, um, and I hope uh, y'all y'all continue to keep doing what you're thing. Keep keep striving for greatness, baby. That's what that's what we're here for. Yes, sir. So let's go ahead and close it out for the fellas out there listening. Listen up, man. They only want a 1% nigga. So quit your bitching and get your bread up so you can move these porn stars to New Orleans. Guess what? They, they expect in a penthouse. So get your bread up so you can move them to New Orleans. For the, ladies, <laughs> for the ladies out there listening, he don't want you, sweetie. He he he's out here fucking porn stars, moving them out to New Orleans. What makes you think he's thinking about you? You gotta move on, okay, sweetie. Move on. He don't want you. It's all right. But guess what? It's okay because you're still beautiful and powerful, and will always love you. It's the After Dark podcast. Until next time.